Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi everyone, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And honey, we have a lot of things to talk about. We got like three darks this week. Um, of course, Summer Slam weekend and stuff. And you know, this is actually gonna be like this is just slightly after our like only anniversary, but this is like the end mm-hmm. of an era. Like, an I would say this era. is the official the official end of the first season. <laughs> Not oh. first season. It's a, it's been a <laughs> no, year in the like making, bro. Yeah, it's the end of the first season, but we have like some plans that we wanna. Uh, don't worry, guys. Y'all are still gonna get the same uh, content, but you know we're gonna have a little bit of a twist to it. So, mm-hmm. um, we we just have so much to talk about, like when it comes to WWE, AEW, and of course the spotlight. We have way more things to talk about, but I just think we should just get to it because it is that. For sure, we've got two pay-per-views this week and more to come in this mm-hmm. in this um month. So like, let's jump right into yeah. it with Monday Night Raw. So starting this week off, as always, is our dearest Monday Night Raw, where opening for the women, we got a match between Rhea Ripley and Raw Women's Champion Nikki Ash. So honestly, I feel like they pretty much did almost the same thing that they did with their match last week but i'm gonna be honest i did not expect nikki to lose very cleanly like no outside interference no use of the ropes no anything like it was just like a clean match um but at the same time i'm not like too mad about it because like Mm -hmm. it still puts nikki at like you know um how do I say this without being without calling her like a mid card person? But like, you know what I mean? Like, she's still like yeah. a wrestler. She's not like god level like Charlotte or Oscar, mm-hmm. which is not which isn't always like a fully bad thing, you know. But like, it still you know keeps Rhea at some point like you know also up there because for the longest time I feel like it's always been Charlotte and Nikki in this rivalry. So I'm happy that they yeah. put her in there. What about you? You know, at first, I was like, I don't really get why um, Nikki lost this cleanly. But at the same time, how, like, when I had, like, a couple of more, like, for, after, like, 48 hours of, like, processing or something. 48 hours. I, how, <laughs> so, like, how I saw it, I'm like, okay. So, uh-huh. everyone going into SummerSlam was basically an equal, equal footing. Nikki beat Charlotte. Rhea beat Nikki. And Charlotte beat Rhea. So, okay, I can, I can accept it. Like, you know, it was fun. It was the moment, but it wasn't giving much. <laughs> like, true, the true. wasn't giving much. Like, the Charlotte and Nikki ones were honestly, like, better by a long shot. Like, I agree. Okay. Like, I don't know if there was a time cut here or something, but something just felt a bit off of this match. I don't know why. See, maybe it was because it was a rematch and, like, they didn't know if they had yeah. to, like, come up with new and stuff. I think it's, and I think it's because they work better as partners. We will get to that next oh, week. We'll, we'll get to that next week. The first half of next week. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. A little bit of a hint okay. there. Um, but yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that later. It's a spotlight. Um, but yeah, quickly after, we got a quick segment from Charlotte. Basically, she's like building herself up for SummerSlam. She's a queen. And she looks great, by the way. I love these, you know, for the longest time, whenever she comes for like promos or segments, even if it's backstage, she always has these robes. But now she's more of like, she's wearing these like beautiful outfits, like week after week. It's giving me Sasha Banks. She's like the Sasha of Raw, no, I would of say. Yeah. Of Raw. Of I Raw. agree. So yeah, it was a cute, it was a cute segment build up for their match on SummerSlam, the triple threat, mm-hmm. which obviously we'll get to later, but what else do you have to say? 
you know, Charlotte doing Charlotte things. That's all I really have to say. Um, so yeah, more on Charlotte later on. For sure. And speaking of segments, this is one of the most um, iconic segments of this week. We got a segment with Eva Marie and Dewdrop in one of the, um, how do I put this nicely? One of the stiffest diva slaps I have ever seen, girl. Eva Marie. This is Eva Marie, girl. I know you can do better than this. You are a diva. Okay. You are you are paying homage to Stephanie McMahon, to Kelly Kelly, to who else? Millions of other divas. She is literally like one of the few women left who debuted in the divas era. Exactly, in the divas era. Come on. So now. she has that name to live up to. She has that name to live up to. And exactly. girl, I don't know I don't know why she had her left hand up, but she was slapping like mm-hmm. she had a weird ass motion and, and she did it twice. It was, it was <laughs> so like, like uh-huh. I don't know, like the first, if it was only one, it would have been way more acceptable because the second one, it, I feel, I felt like the second one was there to like, to make up for the first one, but it didn't. It was exactly the same one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I kind of, I was, it was a letdown, I'm not gonna lie. I was like someone who loves Diva Slaps. True. Actually, you know, some part of me thinks that she's doing this intentionally to get like heat. The heat. Well, like, Wait, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. like, how? Oh my god! In, like, if she is doing that intentionally, like, the amount of hate she got for doing an ugly slap, like, goes like goes with like how much heat or like heel power she has. That's if she's doing it yeah. intentionally. But if not, Miss Eva Marie, girl, you better you better fix those acting classes. You gotta take those, enroll mm-hmm. in them, and graduate with a degree. And she, girl. like, either way, like, either way, I think that. She got a lot of heat from it, so she's she doing did. something right. True, to some extent, yeah, she's doing her job, which is great. And lastly, we got Alexis Playground, where basically, you know, um, Alex, Alexa, even Dewdrop were there, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Girl, see you at SummerSlam." And she was like, "You might not want to do that." Um, it was mm-hmm. Dewdrop, right? Yeah, Dewdrop took Lily, and she was like, "You do not want to do that." Uh-huh. Um, I don't, I don't think Lily did anything. Actually, she was because like the angle was like she was holding Lily up like, what's it called? Uh-huh. The back view on the camera, and then Dewdrop just had to like sell, um, her facial expressions, which made it look like Lily probably blinked or something. I don't know, but yeah, it was cute. It was cute. You know, you can only do so much with live television. The Thunderdome isn't here anymore, so there's none exactly. more of these magical crazy stuff. What else do you have to say? I don't really have much to say except that, you know, it's just, yeah, not really much. Like, that's pretty much. That sums up my thoughts as well, honestly. Okay, well, that was pretty much it for Monday Night Raw. I feel like for a SummerSlam go-home show, I feel like they could have done a, a bit more, especially mm-hmm. for the triple threat. But at the same time, um, the match, we'll get to it later, but it was amazing. So with that said, um, let's move on to the next show, which is NXT. So starting us off with NXT, it was actually, wait, first and foremost, it was actually a really pretty packed NXT. I'm a bit disappointed though that not all of them got like some time during TakeOver itself, but here we go. True. We definitely got some a lot of seeds in there. So first we got a segment with The Way where basically uh, it was, and they basically uh, reintroduced, as I would say, Dexter to Johnny and Candice. And she basically said, I think y'all should be on a date or something with Johnny Gargano. <laughs> so, you know, so where do you think this is? Where do you think this is going now? Like, you know, uh, 
obviously that stipulation match had no bearing whatsoever. I really True. thought that would have I really <laughs> thought too, that would have been like I really thought that would have been like the send off to Indy and Dexter into the main roster, but I guess not. So what can you see? Can you can we potentially we're probably gonna I think it's pretty inevitable at this point that we're gonna get a mixed tag match. Mm-hmm. Never mind, Candace is pregnant. That's not gonna happen anytime oh, shit. soon. I, I forgot Candace <laughs> was pregnant. Props to her for working oh, pregnant. Just putting that out is. there. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm not going to take maternity leave. I lied. No, but... giving me Lacey Evans. Not Lacey Evans, but I just don't know where this is going to go from now. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm happy that, like, Index, like, like they're saying in a sense that they show, like, they act as a couple on screen now compared to, like, the teases that we've been getting in the past. But, uh-huh. yeah, nothing much besides that. What can you say? Yeah, well, I hope Indy stays away from the main roster. She is doing an amazing job in NXT, so I want her to keep mm-hmm. it up. I'll get I'll get into into more of her later in the mixed tag match, but for what she's done here, she's absolute just a hundred percent entertainment, and I hope she keeps it up because she's one of my favorite things in NXT right now. Um, mm-hmm. Fun characters, she is. So up next, we got a segment with Zoe and Io, and you know it was just a really continuation of what they have they have been doing. Zoe's like, I want to understand Japanese and I want to understand Eo. And Eo's not having any of it. And I agree, Eo. You shouldn't have any of it. <laughs> you shouldn't have any of it either, babe. But I'm just going to say. So I don't know if y'all know, but Saray has been posting like uh, mini Japanese tutorial videos on Twitter. And I oh quote tweeted yeah, one. And then with, I quote tweeted one. And I was like, at Zoe Stark needs this. Evil girl, evil girl. And guess what? Let me like that. So Ray liked it. So Ray liked it. So Ray liked it. Oh, yes. She agrees. Our famous (laughs) era. Yeah, I think so. Ray said, yeah, let's put, I don't know. But yeah, what do you feel about this tag team? And literally, wait, um, I saw one of my, one of my, I saw my timeline that Zoe and Eo actually don't have like a championship photo shoot which is honestly so on brand <laughs> like i can't like at we first probably I, was hate each other. Mm-hmm. I was a bit mad at it at first i'm like it's kind of disrespectful to the belts but like wait it's so on brand though it is with it is. the whole storyline so you know i don't think i don't know when was the last time wwe did this probably never but yeah i love it what yeah you if you think about it, it- yeah, if you think about it, it also makes some sort of sense too that they wouldn't have a photo shoot considering the storyline. Um, but yeah, I I just worry for the women's tag titles in NXT. I don't know exactly where it's going. Um, they didn't even defend it on Takeover, which I hope they did at least. Um, That's but yeah, I just don't know where it's going, considering that they don't even like each other. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> So up next, so we got a match, or one and only match, actually. We got the Robert Stone brand with Taya Valkyrie. So it was Robert Stone and I was about to say Ginny. I don't know why. Jesse Kamea. I'd love to see Ginny. But... They, they have similar figures, like similar body types. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was Robert Stone and Jesse Kamea up against Index, Andy Hartman and Dexter Lumis. So what can you say, Troy? You go right ahead with this one. From start to end, Indy was on character. And, like, that just goes to show, like, how great of an actress she is, which I feel like we've, we haven't seen, like, since she and Dexter, like, paired up. So, like, from the entrance, which was one of my favorite, I don't know if y'all saw this, but she was looking at his ass. 
because Dexter was like walking first and she like took a peek. So like Indy, I see you, girl. I see you nasty eyes. But it's it's still it still fits with her character. And when she did that thing, I don't know what it's called, but like when when you when Dexter like puts his like fists on like the on like the ring mat and then like glides to the ropes and then then when indy did it too and then she did that like stare i was like yes yes indy girl indy girl you crazy girl but i love this um but yeah besides this the match once again mixed tag team match it was absolutely entertaining you know not too much it was. i would say like a fair amount of wrestling was in there i loved it um, mm-hmm. But yeah, of course, and X1. And I just want to say that Beth Phoenix put so much work into this storyline, both on Twitter and Beth- here in real life. So, like, props to her. No shade whatsoever to any of the other past female commentary members on WWE, AEW, or anything. But I personally, me, I think Beth Phoenix is the best one. Like, honestly. I mean, I, I'm going to give her props because like, I feel like she's come a long way. Considering, like, you know, like she when she, I will, I will be honest. Like when she was new, I was a little bit questioning her skills and everything. But like to see how far she's come, I will say she's done a good job. I like her. I love her. So yeah, it was just really like a fun little match over here. Hitting two birds with one stone. If you were to ask me, like it also build, it builds up Index's character, and also you can kind of see Frankie Monet. Uh establishing herself as the new leader of the Robert Stone brand, if it's still even going to be called that in a few weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was a great fun segment. Unfortunately, I would have, I really would have wanted to see, like, some sort of a follow-up to this and take over, but I don't think we got that at all. So, that was a bit unfortunate. But up next time, we got a segment with Dakota and Raquel and girl, they just went at it. Like, y'all have probably seen the segment yourselves as of the report. What, what, just, just, Y'all are gonna find out, but like when we're recording this takeover has already happened. SummerSlam weekend is over. So uh I think that speaks for itself. But I'm just gonna say my favorite part was when Dakota was when Raquel Gonzalez said, See you on Sunday, sidekick. Sidekick. That was iconic. And like you can tell, neither of them are the heels in this situation. I mean the faces. They were both heels. True, true, true. I agree. I and and like I I don't know if you if you're if you like have the same thoughts but like whenever they have these like split screen interviews it's like one of my favorites ever since yeah. Nikki and Maddie and did it for the first yeah. time exactly when they were the Natty, standard they were the standard when Natty oh my God. when Natty said if I wasn't married I married Nikki I would have married, <laughs> married Nikki he probably would have married me married me you know what. <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly rank them. It's Nikki and Natty number one, Sasha Carmella number two, Becky Charlotte number three. Um no J- JK. Probably Raquel Dakota number three. No offense to Becky and Charlotte, but I kind of forgot about theirs. Me forgetting about Carmella and Sasha. I don't know why. Evil girl. I really like that one. They look really it was great. Fun, but Carmella I, looked I quickly cool. forgot about it. I'm just gonna say that nobody compares to Natty and Nikki. No one. It's never gonna top. Anyone like Mm-mm. no one's gonna be thrown into gifts now or something. Unless Natty, <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, um, it was a really fun segment, and you know, it was there to really like get the heat out of all of it. You know, it was really fun, and it was honestly surprising on how much heat they could gather from this with literally a three-week build-up. Like 
you know, given that they've been together for a year, I expected something a bit longer. But true, that true. is what we're gonna get. And up next, so capping off NXT, we have a segment with Jay-Z Jane, which I'm pretty I'm pretty like puzzled because not only is she not with Mandy Rose, she is not here with Gigi Dolin. So this is like a solo thing for her. I don't this is probably this is probably like a one-off thing in my opinion. Like maybe this is just for her to like establish herself because let's not lie, she is like the lesser known name among the two, um, between her and Gigi. So That's true. you know, it's it's very interesting. Like JCJ never really had some sort of character, like let's say even like Billy or Peyton when they were new in NXT. But now here she is having since there's more opportunity now, she is putting herself out there as like sort of like a gypsy goth girl as well, such as Gigi Dolan yourself. So it's very I like it. Like these is, these two are probably in the running for a future tag team match, tag team championship match, I must say. So I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Same here. And like as I said earlier, I really need some sort of direction for the women's tag title. So I would like to see them in a storyline with Zoe and Eo. But it would be it would be very interesting. Especially since mm-hmm. I haven't really seen much of JC Jane. So this is a like yeah. pretty good introduction to her. Character-wise. Yeah. So that is it, actually, for NXT US. Moving on over to the UK, though. Setting us off, overall, we got Mako Satsumura against Phoebe Tana. So, you know, it was a great, amazing match. And Miss Troy, why don't you just go right ahead and see your thoughts first? This was really, like, stardom vibes. Like, not, not stardom, like, wrestling level-wise, but, like, you know, it, you, it had that stardom feel. I don't know, maybe it's just, like, a stardom fan thing. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. If you guys watch Stardom, yeah. you probably know what I'm talking about. So, you know, Joshi Wrestling, when has it ever gone wrong? It has never let me down. So, yeah, what else can I say? Strong style. Stevie Turner has some great ass kicks. And as I said, like, in the past few episodes, I really don't know who Stevie Turner is, but this sort of turned me into somewhat of a little fan of hers like i know what she's capable of i know what she's able to do um and probably putting her up against someone like mako satomura was probably one of the best decisions that nxc uk has made because you know she's a legend so if you can keep up with her you can you can be the top star and i feel like she did mm-hmm. just that um i mean what else is what else is there to say about mako girl she, she was killing her out there um exactly. with, you know, everything um, but I was surprised that she won with the, with the SDF, I believe. Because like, I don't think mm-hmm. she's ever won via submission from any of the matches I've seen of hers. It's always by a Death Valley, De- Death Valley driver or a Scorpio Rising. So it's, it's really different. So it's interesting to see that mm-hmm. she's not only is she a strong striker, but she's also a submission specialist, which she is. She's got some arm bars and like leg locks. So it makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah. Did anyone really see Stevie Turner losing this? No, Miss Girl, but I love losing. her. She did really well. You said losing. Stevie Turner losing. Did anyone see Stevie Turner losing? Oh, did I say? Uh, did anyone <laughs> see Stevie Turner winning? Oh my god, winning. My bad. My bad. My there bad. You know, nobody really saw it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, great match. Great way to kick off NXT UK for the women. Um, amazing, amazing. More to come for Mako's title That's reign. True. Yeah. Well, personally, for me, how I see Mako Satsumura's situation right now in NXT UK is quite similar to John Cena's US title run in, like, 2015, where she's the champion, of course, but I feel like her main task with the championship now is just to further elevate it, 
because okay, I see. Uh, yeah. You know, you know. Besides, you know, we have had Kaylee Ray have it, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm have it, but unfortunately, those names. I hate to say it, those names weren't big enough at that time when they were champion uh, to gather some more audience into NXT UK because let's not lie, out of like the four main shows, this is probably like the least viewed out of all of them. Like maybe, mm-hmm. so this is just their way of hype, hyping up the hyping up the women's division in NXT UK. And I've said it before, NXT UK is probably still my favorite brand, like women division wise, like they just have they give the women equal amount of time, more or less. And I'm really here for that. So um, Stevie Turner just showing her thing. I'm so happy she got to do her thing. And I love her whole futuristic gimmick. I'm not sure if she, this was Bobby Tyler's character in the past. Like, I didn't know she was anything like this. But, you know, Mika Sakamura winning with the STF. It makes sense. I love it. And I wonder who is going to step up next. Because I don't... I don't know who they're building up to be the next challenger for Mako, or at least the belt to take off Mako right now. But I'm telling you now, I got my eyes on Miss Amelia McKenzie. You know, it's inevitable that she's going to turn on Mako. And Mako is still giving me major heel vibes. And if she did turn heel, I would allow it. <laughs> sure, I feel like she could do well either way. So, like, go ahead, this girl. I would support her either way, whatever. She's going to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. That's true. But up next, so we got a segment with Ginny, and Ginny basically said, so you really don't want to end this. You really don't want to end this. So, yeah, it looks like Eva Valkyrie and Ginny is still not yet over. And the next next time we're going to be seeing them together, Ginny has probably has already said that, fine, Joseph Connors won't be there. I feel like this is going to be the match where Ginny will put over Eva Valkyrie and I feel like Eva Valkyrie, like, honestly speaking, I feel like Eva Valkyrie will be the first legitimate threat to Mako's championship. True. But let's just see what happens with that. What are your comments? Same here. Um, you know what? I feel like I feel like NXT UK has a lot of trust in Ginny. Like, she puts so much girls over. And I don't know if you know this, but, like, NXT UK has some of these, like, short, like, shows where they have, like, her... Um, and some other NXT UK dudes over. And, like, they talk about SummerSlam. They talk about WWE shows. Yeah, they, like, there's so much snippets. And, like, one consistent thing is that Ginny's always there as a host. And, like, it just goes to show, like, how much trust they put in her as a character. Um, but also as a personality. personality. Like, they, they're able to put her out there as a host for someone to talk about wrestling. And I just love that they see her as a star because I see her as a star and I can't wait to see what she can do um, with, I don't know, bigger opportunities. So I'm still, I'm still here in support of my Jingy for NX UK Women's Champion campaign. Um, I don't think they're going to let her dethrone Mako like she did in the past in, outside of NX UK, but I really hope she gets a championship soon or she goes up to NXT's U.S. brand very soon because um, I feel like she has so much potential to become champion. So I'm really happy that she is being showcased in like so many different ways. So that's all I have to say. I love Ginny that's so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we always get Ginny and Fanati of, of NXT UK and rightfully so, honestly. That is a title that is to be earned. But, you know, I'm just going to spread it out there. Progress Women's Championship. Mika Samoa was a former Progress Women's Champion. Who beat her? Ginny Couture. Miss Ginny Couture. I actually just brought that up, too. So, like, 
Yeah, let history repeat itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. That's another thing I don't people like know. So yes, um, but up. So, but finally, though, we got a match with Iladon and Danny Luna, some sort of like a continuation of last week. And honestly, all I can say from this match is that, you know, it was a pretty fun match and it got Danny over. And yeah, I don't know. I'm still honestly, still, I'm still on the fence with Danny Luna just because I, I don't know what the gimmick of a subculture is, like, to be completely honest. Like, I just don't know much about it. Danny Luna hasn't had the more hasn't had a lot of opportunities, I mean, in NXT UK. But, you know, this was a great idea to put it out there. And I'm not going to lie. I actually forgot who won the match. Who won the match? <laughs> who won the match? Ooh, I mean, me too, actually. <laughs> I, I actually forgot about until you brought no. it up. So, like, girl. No hate, Miss Danny. No hate, Miss Danny. But but all I know is it was... It was it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, like she got the win. Yeah, she, like she got the win. Mm -hmm. But like, like I'm pretty sure. Wait, yeah, Danny, I'm pretty sure Danny got the win. But like, yeah, she like, got the power. Was doing, like, the creepy spell thing, whatever. Exactly. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now like. Yeah. Like I feel like it was a bit risky to pair her up with Isla Dawn because Isla Dawn is such a strong character, and if you pair her with someone like Danny, who's still sort of like, you know, figuring things out, she's in her Piper That's Niven true. era. She's in her Piper Niven era no, when she was right. a face, when she didn't know what was going on. So I'm hoping she gets to her Dewdrop era, where she, you know, gets things figured out <laughs> and, and, you know, like, you know, settles with a character that she's comfortable with. So, you know. Because it's hard to match Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn is crazy. She literally snatched Danny Luna's wig off that whole match. So, like, literal, mm -hmm. like, snatching her hair. So, yeah, it was risky, but it looks like it's not the end of it. So, I hope she gets built up more in the future because she's a great wrestler. And that is actually it with NXT UK. So, why don't we just head to the land of opportunities to match down before heading into, of course, some some weekend? All right, so for our go-home show for SummerSlam SmackDown, we opened the night with a quick segment between Bianca Belair, Zelina Vega, and Carmella. Um, Miss Sasha Banks is nowhere to be found. We don't know what the hell is going on, but I hope she is. I hope she's, she's well. I hope she's safe. Um, if she's ill, I hope she gets better soon. Um, but right now, nothing is confirmed. It could even be storyline, but you know, never. You can never mm -hmm. assume anything, really especially when you're in a time of pandemic. Yeah, I really hope though, um, WWE does make a storyline out of this, as I feel like if that those like fans out there, it would slap. True, true. Well, the, the second was quite quick. Um, Bianca, Bianca basically challenged both of them to a match, um, consecutively on SmackDown mm -hmm. that night, which I feel like we'll get to later. So, it was been short. So I guess we'll just talk about the match more later on, but. Um, starting with the night with our three matches for the first up, we got the women's tag team champions Tamina and Natalia. Natalia returning to TV actually to yeah. that night. So I hope she's well. Says hi. I think Famous my dog Where's Candace? Where's Candace? <laughs> Evil girl. What about the divas? What about the divas? What about the divas? Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Well, I'm happy that. Um, Natty is doing much better and she's mm -hmm. um, able to work a match, so that's great. But they took on the team of Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox with the Tegan. The Tegan's back. It they was back last week. Knox, though. But they, 
we only said Knox this week. Yeah. Well, they said Tegan last week, so they never. They're never. They're not gonna get rid of it. It I said hope. on the on the Tron. It said Tegan Knox. I'm gonna take True. That. It said on the Tron. We'll take it. Um. So yeah, what mm. did you what do you have to say about this tag match? Yeah, first and foremost, I'm so happy for Natalia. I didn't. I did. I wasn't sure like how serious the situation was, but the fact that she was literally in a wheelchair just three weeks ago or something three like weeks. that. Applause, applause to her. As much as I would have preferred it to be like on the SummerSlam pre-show, I was gonna take it. Like, it was great. Although this is like the eight million championship contenders match that these specifically these two teams have had. I believe the third, if ever, uh, third, more specifically. And you know, it's the same. It's it's kind of it's more of the same. Honestly, I was hoping that this would transition into a SummerSlam match, like a cha- SummerSlam championship match, but. You know, maybe the card was just too stacked at that point, so they didn't have space anymore. So, you know, I'm really just happy to see Natty back in the ring. I was genuinely surprised. Like, I was watching this live, live on my TV, and then when, once I heard of that iconic heart dying scene, I was like, no way. I was like, her. Thank back. goodness. She's I didn't back. even hear anything about it before it's back on itself. So, there you have it, folks. Welcome back, Natalia. Like, I, I'm so happy she's back. Like she deserves it. True. Um, unfortunately, she returned with a loss because at least it was by roll up. So I'll take that. Um, but yeah, once again, this is Shotzi and Oxus. I believe second. I think she, I think they lost one, or did they win no, all no, of no. them? Did they win all of them? Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm pretty sure that makes them the number one contender. So I hope they get their shot. Well, it wasn't on SummerSlam. Maybe two SmackDowns from today. Or, actually, so. or Extreme Rules. That's or Extreme be. Rules even. So, yeah. On Extreme Rules tag, tag match. Exactly. Well, Especially with Shotzi there. Shotzi with her. Not Extreme, extreme Makeover. makeover. <laughs> <laughs> not not that being my first Divas match ever. I, I watched. I really love that match. Like... I loved it too. And it was so different for me. I like especially post golden era. It was so they literally never had like let's say I, I would like to think like two thousand nine onward until like twenty fifteen. They literally like had like never had like the matches for the women. The more than others, I was gagged. I'm like, oh my god, they're actually using weapons. Like not in the Exactly. <laughs> they use the fucking broom, bitch. See, they use a fucking broom and an ironing board and some perfume or like pepper yeah. spray. I, I think. really wanted for them. I know it would have probably it would have been so hard to pull off, but I wanted them to plug the iron and then just throw it at one another. Evil girl. That would be so painful. I don't think I don't think they would have I they would have allowed They could have saved it in my opinion. That would have been camp. It would have been camp. Um, but yeah, enough about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, true. Sorry, we digress. But um, back to SmackDown. Um, once again, as announced earlier, we got a match between SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair taking on Zelina Vega. So I feel like, in all honesty, I think Carmella works good. I mean, like completely amazing with Bianca. But I feel like Bianca and Zelina just have an edge in terms of chemistry. I would say with like how Zelina's like extremely small and like. Bianca's like so strong. She can do so much more things um, with Zelina as opposed to Carmella. So like all of those Hurricane Ranas, um, um, what, what else? Power Slams, even the KOD. Zelina sells the KOD the best, I would say. Maybe mm-hmm. Sasha would come next, but like she's only sold it once. But anyways, that's besides the point. Jared sells it the best. Bitch, she landed on her knees. She said, "Let me pray, bitch." 
Um, anyways, um, but yeah, that was pretty much all I have to say is that I feel like this match was both of these matches actually were like I don't know, like sort of rushed, not not rushed in like lack of time, but like rushed in terms of planning because of like how Sasha wasn't available. So the Zelina match it was pretty fine. It was pretty fine. I like I like the tease. What about you? Yeah, I think overall it was just like pretty average and like something I would expect from this match. I do agree though that Zelina and Bianca just have something else together. Like, you know, even though that they've literally been staging since Bianca's debut in the main roster, it still feels pretty nice to watch. Like, it's all human to the eye. It's amazing. Bianca and Carmella, I can kind of say the same, but I prefer Bianca and Carmella. So. No, it was pretty fun. It was a good moment, but that's what it is. Unfortunately, Sasha wasn't there. So, yeah. True. Well, quickly after that, Carmella attacked Bianca, which led on to their match, which was the fourth, third time we've seen Bianca versus Carmella. So, I don't think I have anything else to say. I feel like they brought the best out of each other in their I past agree. matches. So, I don't think there's... I don't have anything else to say. KOD, period. Do you have anything else to add? I don't really have much to say besides the fact that I do applaud Bianca, Zelina, and Carmella because I, I, I would like, I don't think that they actually had like, I don't know if they knew beforehand that they were going to have matches that day. True, true. So huge props to them if they did work impromptu. Goes to show how professional they are. But yeah, that was it for SmackDown. Unfortunately, Sasha once again is not here. So build up for SummerSlam was a bit of a question for everyone backstage. But we're not going to go to our spotlight yet because we are also going to review SummerSlam weekend for this episode. So let's move on to the biggest party of the summer, SummerSlam. So SummerSlam was a really eventful event. But it was really done, but I don't care. So it was <laughs> okay. out of all things. And I was really glad. I saw my cousin in the venue. Like, he was oh. in the and I was like, oh wow. And at the venue? Yeah. yeah. Oh she lives, she, li- she lives in Vegas, so yeah. Oh, okay. She lives in Vegas. And you know, I don't I'm not sure about this, but like they gave like a couple of people like free tickets, like the health workers. So yes, that's to good. WWE for that. That's that's how she got her tickets. Like, Better than ice cream bars. I lied. No, I lied. I lied. I lied. Okay, but CM <laughs> Punk did that himself, not a company. Oh, he did it himself? Oh, yeah, I thought it was, it was like... It was him. Oh, okay. The company, the ice cream company said it was two years in the making. So props to him. Oh, my God. Props to him. Props to him. Yeah. So, you know, it was a really fun, like, thing to say. Like, my cousin honestly said, like, to be completely honest, I don't know anyone there besides, like, Randy Orton, John Cena, and Rey Mysterio, but I had fun. And I'm like, okay, yeah. That's great. But That's great. The women's wife. I was a bit disappointed in what you said. No, it was okay, but... Let's get right into it. So first and foremost in SummerSlam, the second match of the evening, we got Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. And, you know, I'm going to start off with this one and say that it was a really short match. Um, Eva got a really big boo, of course, and Alexa with the biggest cheer. I just love Alexa Bliss. Like, honestly, like, generally, like, there was a time on my cell phone, my my password was ABUS3XE because she was a three-time champion at uh. that point. I think I was insane for that. Yeah, love that. That was something else. So, uh, she's just really phenomenal. And, like, you know what? Uh, as much as I did want this to be, like, a pretty 
uh, lengthy match with even Marie actually like proving the haters wrong. It does make sense to me on why this took only like a few like, like I would like to think like five minutes long. So you know, Alexis got a dominating win, and of course they. Two days after, actually, we saw the reason why she got a nominated win. So the payoff was there, the match was there, Dewdrop was also there. Like you know, they, like actually like not helping Eva. So it was pretty cool, and I really hope with Dewdrop we finally get Piper Niven. I hope they don't for that name. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay, well. For me, I also came into this match with high expectations because I really felt like this was going to be Eva Marie's like showcase match. I told you this already when we like had a call a few days ago um, on SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I can see why they did it. But I feel like I just had too much expectations going into it. But I'm just going to quickly point out my favorite part of the match was when Miss Eva Marie went to that fucking corner, picked Lily up and gave her... I don't know, four diva slaps. Those were the slaps I was looking for, girl. Those were the slaps I was looking she for. That was amazing. Exactly. And it was it was so entertaining. It was, it was so funny. It was I was and like how same here. And like how like Alexa was like selling it to her. She was angry. She was like crawling and shit. I was like, now this is entertainment. This is the this is the E in WWE. So like mm-hmm. I hope they keep this up. Um, but yeah, I guess. Eva Marie's like showcase oh. match is not happening yet, so I hope we get yeah. it soon. Who knows? I don't know, mm-hmm. but I think that's the end of the rivalry. I would say. Yeah. So also like another like slight note, and even was a bit subtle, but looks like they're really gonna like uh, disassociate Alexa's character with the fiend now. Uh, she didn't finish the match with the twisted, the twisted Abigail, as I would like to call it. But she just ended oh. up the regular DDT. A bit of a letdown, but. You know, we have the twisted bliss, like still in her arsenal, like she literally did it, but miss. So true. Pull it off against Charlotte. Per and take that title yeah. too. I lie. I don't know. I, I would like next to week. Next it's week. been a while. It's been a hot while. It has. Like it's been a year. Two years. Two years. It's been even. two years since she was champion. Well, singles champion. So yeah. That's enough for it right now. So up next. Uh, we were supposed to have Bianca versus. I'm just gonna break it down. So we were supposed to have Bianca versus Sasha as advertised, and I really thought it was gonna go this despite what the dirt sheets were saying, because they had that whole ass promo video played before the match. I'm like, okay, we're getting it finally. True. Then Bianca true. went out first, and I'm like, mm, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I had like, questions. Mm-hmm. I had questions, but at the same time, I was like. You know what? They had Hayden come out before AJ. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Man. That was my that was my basis. I'm like, Caitlyn came out first. It was a teaser. So, I was I was feeling like maybe Sasha had this cool ass entrance where he was like gonna yeah. jump somewhere or something. Girl, bitch was at home. <laughs> I don't know. Was, I'm not sure if it was real that she was in the building, but she wasn't. It was an ad that she was taking a five week trip to the Bahamas. <laughs> if you if you know that reference. <laughs> No. I, I don't know. <laughs> Where is that? Where is that from? Oh, that's what they said when Eva Marie was. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, obviously that didn't happen. But I was really disappointed when they said going up against Bianca Belair, Carmella. Girl, my friend and I were praying. Okay. We were like, "Bitch, this better be AJ Lee," because CM Punk went to AEW <laughs> last week, so it better be AJ fucking Lee coming out. And then, and then Mike Rome was like, "The most beautiful woman in WWE." I was like, "Mel Melina and 
Melina. Like, no no shade to Carmella. Like, I love Carmella. Carmella's one of my favorites on SmackDown mm-hmm. or, like, WWE right now. But, like, again, a fucking game. You know, you know I'll give, I'll give I love her. I love her. Give her time. She was there for quite a while. But before the match even began, we heard the iconic, whoa, I was expecting this, but I didn't expect it to happen, like, before the match. I was expecting it. I was expecting, ironically enough, I was expecting a Bianca squash match, but Becky Lynch came out before the match started, and, you know, she basically beat Carmella up. You know, there's something about Carmella being beat up that just starts something. I'm like, you know, it happened with Maddie and Nikki, and now with Becky and Bianca. <laughs> I feel so, bad for her. She's always getting beat Car- up by everyone. Probably yeah. Carmella. She is. She got her SummerSlam check. I don't think she expected one, but she got it. So, with the Carmella, and, you know, as Becky Lynch came out, and probably one of the biggest pops of the night, I would say the biggest probably pop. Probably one of the, the biggest pop, yeah, actually. I would argue she had the bigger pop than Brock Lesnar. By the way, uh, I'm going to bring it up later on, actually. Uh, okay. So, yeah, regarding Brock Lesnar. But, you know, Becky Lynch basically said, why don't we have a match right now? I was so ready for it, because I'm like, I was ready to. I, in my head, I was like, okay, Bianca and Sasha probably had like a good 20 minutes, like like time given. So this is going to be 20 minutes, right? But Lord and behold, handshake, punch to the face, manhandle, slam. One, two, three. Okay, Chad, what do you think? <laughs> Bitch, if I wanted a squash match, I would have watched AEW Dark Girl. But why <laughs> is this Nyla on SummerSlam? With Nyla Rose, Kiara Hogan doing their thing. But why was this on SummerSlam? For the SmackDown Women's Champion, most of all. Okay, like, initial okay. reactions. Initial mm-hmm. reactions. I sent you my picture. All four of us were gagged. Even my friend who didn't watch wrestling was gagged. She was like, Hi, Marita. Hi, Marita. She was like, But ganun ang bilis in English. Why is it like that? It was so quick. So, like, even she knew that something was up. But listen, listen, listen. I am happy that Becky is champion. I feel like she shouldn't have ever lost the championship if she, she just never if, lost if she didn't. It. She never lost it anyway. I will say though, I feel like she should have gone for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of expected her to go to SmackDown because Seth was there, and you know how they always pair the couples yeah. on the same brand. Now that they're actually traveling. <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah, I could kind of see that coming, but um. I just don't know what to feel about a squash match against mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. Like, you know, she mm-hmm. won the Royal Rumble. She had this build up to the main event of of WrestleMania with Sasha Banks. She won S. She won awards for it. Um, she won. She got so much acclaim for her title run, and I feel like I just wasn't ready to see her lose the title yet. If she if she lost cool. it to Sasha, I would have. I would have kind of even been a bit on edge with it. Like, I would be happy for Sasha too, but I would feel like Bianca wasn't done proving herself no. yet. Especially since her feud with Bailey didn't even conclude yet. Like, like closure. True. So, like, to think that this is the second rivalry that she's had that was cut short. Like, the first one was with Bailey, and the other one was with, was with Sasha. Like, I don't know. If she lost the title in a competitive match... I would have accepted it wholeheartedly, like, mm-hmm. totally. Because I, I knew when Becky came back, I knew that she was going to win the title. No questions asked. She was going to win. No way. Was she going to win it like that? I was... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird behavior. But what can we do? What can we do? That's We're just true. fans. You know, yeah, that's true. And, you know, I'll give you this. WWE does know 
how to surprise us because this was one hell of a fucking surprise. Nobody and saw this coming, girl. Literally, mm-hmm. like I expected Becky to return. Like I was like, okay, they're gonna try to watch punk, so they're gonna make. Like I was like, Becky is gonna return tomorrow, or Brock Lesnar, and both of them appeared. I'm psychic, but like <laughs> that clairvoyant um, era girl. Exactly. It was just because of that. I wasn't a fan of how Bianca won, lost the match, but at the same time, Becky to be cool. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't know why, but I'm a bit of an optimist myself. I don't know why. Okay. But, like wholeheartedly, I was like, I genuinely do not know if Becky Lynch even lost a match in 2010. I mean, 2020 itself. So like, I don't know when the last when was the last time she actually lost. I don't think she match. has. Yeah. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense in a way because Becky Lynch is still in this hot ongoing streak despite being gone for a year and a half. Let's not lie. So, you know, it was a bit just weird to me as a really big Yanka fan, but. You know what? I can accept it because there is definitely going to be something up in here. I'm, I'm just, I'm just hoping that WWE does something out of it. Will Becky have a lengthy reign? I honestly fear that she will. I hope, I'm hoping not, honestly. But you know, once you get Bailey in the mix there, when she comes back, Sasha back in the mix, Bianca in the mix, SmackDown is going to come back to save Curiosity. And you know, it was great. It was the moment, but that way of just winning championship just wasn't it for me like no but one last thing it was reported that becky lynch was turned heel that day so she did her job <laughs> well enough true i mean i thought she was gonna come out as a face but yeah i agree that she was definitely heel because she declined i don't know if people even remember this because they don't want to see it again but mm-hmm. she declined bianca's handshake That's instead of lost the match exactly like she held her hand, but she didn't shake it. She fucking punched Bianca in the face, and then she punched her man. Then she, she did that ugly slam. ass manhandle slam. The ugly ass manhandle slam, girl. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be an unbiased journalist here and say that mm-hmm. it's her finisher, so it was supposed to finish the match, but mm-hmm. and like, it was cute, but and I don't know why, but I, feel, I honestly feel like that day. Regardless, if it was Becky or Sasha, Bianca was gonna lose the title. Like I could see that I don't, too. I don't. I doubt. Like I, I honestly doubt it. Like personally, how would I want to want? I would have wanted um Becky to challenge Bianca in the future. Like you know, I literally wanted Becky to just stand there and do nothing and just stare at Bianca. That's what I, all I wanted. But you know, Becky is champion. It makes sense. She's probably. I would argue she is still the biggest name. Um, in the women's division, in the wrestling world, at least, because outside, I would say it's to Sasha. But I was about to come for you there. I was like, oh, you better, you better say Sasha Banks. In the wrestling world, at least, she has. That's true. So yeah, so you know, it really just makes sense that she's champion. It was a, it it was a bit unfortunate that it came to the cause of Bianca Belair, but Bianca's determination at the eyes of the end. It was really something else. I was like, this bitch is probably gonna either gonna turn heel or be more aggressive because. I'm not gonna lie with you. Her promos have been getting a little bit repetitive for my taste. So, okay, I can see that. So maybe like a little bit more of that NXT character in there. So rebuild there her and let's see what happens. And you know what? I don't care. Even though this this feud isn't even like literally like a week old, give me Bianca versus Becky in an extreme rules match. Exactly. Give it exactly. to me now. Give Bianca winning. Now. Okay. 
It was really a lot to take in the night itself, girl. I had a I lot was, of like thinking going I on. I was like, screaming yeah. at the top of my lungs when I heard the Be- Becky's music, you know? Like, honestly. Same I here. Screaming. Same here, too. I was like, yes, we're finally going to get it. I didn't know we were going to get it now, but like, <laughs> it, I was like, but when it happened, I was like, oh. you know. The gang. I don't know why, but I had a slight feeling that Rhonda was going to return as well. Rhonda? <laughs> but she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Yeah, but I don't know why, but yeah. So yeah, that was basically it for that specific part of SummerSlam. And I'm moving on to the last side of things. We got a really great, the only, I would say, the only legitimate match. <laughs> exactly. No, Perfect. even Marie and Alexa was a legitimate match. Let's, let's pay respect to that. It was a camp match. It was a camp match. Yeah. Uh, Bianca versus Becky, it was... A dark match. <laughs> no, no, I lied. It's Early true, it's true. No, okay. So, yeah. It was just a lot to take in, I guess. Um, so, yeah. I noticed, like, a whole big-ass conversation, like, regarding what, like, you know, WWE's bring over two black women and all. And that's just a lot to, like, take in. Because, like, I had to think, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. was this a race thing? <laughs> but, you know, let's just see what happens with that in the future. Enough. <laughs> For now. For, for now. For I don't now. I don't think we have a lot to say about it after all of the emotion that we just poured. But you oh, know, you. on the raw side of things, we got Nikki ASH up against Red Fire and up against Rhea Ripley. So Troy, why do we go ahead and start us off with this Raw Women's Championship match, which was amazing. Amazing. Um I'm gonna start us off by saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bring up my friend again, Miss Marita. Hi sis. Um she was there with us to watch just because I feel like um, she just wanted to be a part of it, you know, because all of her friend group is there. So, you know, she might as well have gone there, too. Um, and I was really happy to see that she really enjoyed the match. As someone who doesn't watch wrestling, she really enjoyed the match. And I feel like she sort of understands why we like wrestling. Because, like, the moment Charlotte Flair came out, she was like, oh, she's so beautiful. Like, she looks amazing. And I, I kind of told her, this is, like, one of the reasons why we watch wrestling. Because it's pretty much almost, like, pageantry in a way. It like, is. storytelling and, like, the competition. Um, and, like, the, the girls look so beautiful. She even, like, Nikki Ash. Like, which is a surprise to me. Because, like, I don't know. You know, Nikki's kind of, like, um, approach um, you know. for the kids and everything. But, like, I'm happy that she sort of understood that. Um, but, yeah. Every single part of this match was amazing. Sure, there were some sort of miscues, I think, but none that that I really remember. But, oh my gosh, everything was perfect. Like, I am really a big fan of multi-woman matches. So this is, like, no different from, like, any of my expectations. And I'm happy that they put this last for the women because it really set the stage for, like, what SummerSlam is about. Um... But yeah, I'm really happy that they gave Nikki Ash this platform, you know? Like, I really felt, I knew she was going to lose this match. So I she might as well have been given a great, like, spot or, like, a great showcase, which she absolutely did. Um, She got some crazy Kelly Kelly cross bodies in there, which I absolutely yeah. love. Um, but my favorite part, as always, the corkscrew moonsault, bitch. The corkscrew moonsault has yet to be topped. I've never seen anyone do a better moonsault like that. That specifically. I, I've never, I haven't seen EO do a corkscrew moonsault, so I'm going to say mm-hmm. Charlotte's the best one. But 
when she did that moonsault, I, she actually hit Nikki Ash in the head, which from the camera angle, which I was really shook by, but thankfully she's not too hurt. Um, but yeah, all three of these women have worked amazing with each other from the buildup from Monday Night Raw to SummerSlam. Um, even Rhea Ripley, you know, um, she'd had a great showcase there as well. Amazing drop kicks. She does the Northern Lights suplex, um, paying homage to Alicia Fox. Um, but at the end of the day, I really saw um, Charlotte winning this match. So, yeah, 12-time women's champion. Congratulations to Charlotte Flair. Um, honestly, I was rooting for her just because of her attire. So, like, girl, keep it up. Amazing. Speaking of the attires, Rhea Ripley, I love the new look. Well, it was just, it was, it was kind of similar, but like, you know, she made it was red. It was red. Nikki is itch. I tweeted about this already. I was like, girl. Okay, with Money in the Bank, I can kind of get it. Because to be fair, she was like two weeks under that gimmick. That exactly. It's been a month. On the She's biggest champion. On the biggest he was party champion. in the summer. Miss Nikki A.S.H. Miss Nikki A.S.H. Like, I feel like... I love you, but this ain't it. I feel like the reason is because it's her brand. But, like, I feel like she can... Like, sure, she can stick, she can stick with the blue and the gold. But mm-hmm. I would like to see some sort of, like, I don't know, variations. Like, maybe a different That's cut true. somewhere. I don't know, some sleeve. I don't know. Like, Sandra. I, I honestly literally don't care if she just switched the colors of the year. Even, even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it just made it, like, yeah. It would have been good, but... Charlotte Flair taking that fucking cake. You know, Marvel is a really big topic right now with the Spider-Man trailer coming out with yeah. um, Shang-Chi is going to come out in a few weeks. She was that, smart. That was just perfect. And it was just amazing. Well, before, I'm going to, I have more to comment about it. Of course, that Thanos-inspired look with the Infinity Stones all over her. That was amazing. It was great. But, you know, um, on my thoughts on the match, it was just really great. I don't really have much to say after what Troy, what Troy said. But I just want to say my personal favorite match was every time Mickey and Charlotte just interact with each other, they just have like another sense of like um intensity with them. Like even Rhea sure. up there, like she's showing like her power and stuff. I feel that it was just like something else. Mickey winning though, I mean, Mickey winning. I mean like Charlotte winning. We knew that, but the thing that really put me in the cake for this, for this like result, was when Charlotte tweeted with the with a picture with the championship. And the title, and the caption was, I am inevitable. I love it. The reference. I love it. I, I love it. The reference is, Rhea Ripley, great. Nikki, great. Charlotte, great. Charlotte Flair, 12 time. I would like 14 time, but 12 time champion. So I don't honestly don't expect this to be a lengthy year, but let's just see what happens because I would say her next rivalry might be the most interesting one in quite a long time for Charlotte. I don't, yeah, let's just get right into that next week. So yeah, that is it when it comes to the women in SummerSlam. But with the men, we got an iconic Glam Slam by Edge. And honestly, I was like, it's just really cool for me to see, like, the husbands and boyfriends do this now. Like, it's just really cool. Like, we've seen it all the time when, like, Nikki Bella used the STF or when Brie Bella did the Yes Kick. Yes Lock. Oh, yeah, and the Yes Kick. Oh, yeah, the Yes Kick and the Yes Lock. So, you know, what about the Divas? What about the Divas? What about the Divas? Exactly. So, Edge had a lot of balls. 
and like had a lot of like pride. Thank God to do Thank that. You. And he did it. He did it in quite a great way. In fact, Ronald sold the shit out of that move. I was a bit sad that no, I don't think the crowd wasn't having it. <laughs> I don't think they got it even that it was Beth's move, which was really surprising. Like, isn't yeah. it like trademark Beth Phoenix? But anyway, literally, like even like in AEW, like even the Jade Cargo call, Jade Cargo uses it. The commentaries still say the glam slam. The glam slam, exactly. So I'm like, you know, I was like at that point, I was just like, what about the divas? What about the divas, girl? What about the divas? <laughs> It was anyway. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I'm so happy we're, get, we're getting more moments like that, like men, like having like little bit things of the women. I'm hoping we see more of it because prior to this, I don't know if it has ever been done. Like you know, if ever Daniel Bryan goes into AEW, I better see him do the Bella Buster. The Bella Buster. <laughs> It's an easy fucking move. He can do it. Girl, come exactly. On. Come on now. What about the diva? What about the divas? Exactly. I was surprised too when it happened, but yeah, I I'm really happy to see that. The men are also paying homage to the women mm-hmm. in some way. It's something new because it's always been the women paying homage to the men. Like it's Sasha's true. like, um, I'm doing the frog splash for Eddie Guerrero. Bailey's like, I'm doing the elbow drop for um, Edge. Also doing Macho the, Man. the bank statement and the bank statement. You know, for legal reasons, that was a lie. No, actually, no, it wasn't a lie. It was a you know, it was a cross something. Face. It was a cross face, but yeah, it's yeah. something refreshing, and I'm happy to see. Actually, it. Yeah. I don't know, like honestly, I'm, yeah, but yeah. It was really fun to watch. I was like, oh, I was so down. The women wrestling Twitter was freaking out. Everyone I wanted too. to hug Edge at that moment. It was amazing. I would have hugged Edge too. But Phoenix, you are lucky. Per, as she yeah. should be. Well, I was about to say Tyson Kidd does the same thing with Maddie, but you know the girl. Everybody the, uses the sharpshooter in the hard yeah, family. family the it's a family yeah. tradition. Mm-hmm. But in other words, Summer Slam, it had its ups and downs. It was honestly pretty decent overall, but it had its surprises. It had its gags. But we are back to 2016. <laughs> like we got Becky and Charlotte as champions on It's their brand. And I honestly fear that this is going to continue until Survivor Series. So they do have a match, but you know, let's just see what happens with that. So True. when I said, although SummerSlam weekend isn't over with this one, surprisingly enough, we got takeover the day, the day after, which is a bit weird. True, true. So, It's yeah, never Troy, happened before. Mm-hmm. Troy, why don't you start us off a takeover? Well, I'll kick off takeover with a one and only match for the women. Where's the tag titles? Zoe and Eo. What about the divas? What about the divas? Um, what about the tag belts? Um, but yeah, for the women's NXT Women's Championship, we got the NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez changing up her pants. Thank goodness, she said mm-hmm. these these black leggings they gotta go to the washer, they gotta go red. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, all and she red took everything. on for sure. And she took on her former friend Dakota Kai with her new hair. I'm pretty sure this is like the first time she wrestled in like. With her hair, hair loose, aside from like mm-hmm. the the braided side that's like, shaved, so she looks amazing, very diva esque. It was really hot pink, like a really really hot pink, like it was really bright. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, start us off. What did you think of the match? It was one hell of a freaking match. Um, I'm I'm honestly so conflicted on if this is my favorite match of this weekend or the triple threat, <laughs> but you know it was really fun. Dakota doing the kicks all over it. The eight million Yakuza kicks was just something else. 
and I'm just, we finally got a name for Raquel's Raquel's finisher. Is it the Gurchina bomb or something like that? Raquel, I think it's called like the Chingona bomb. I think Chingona bomb, yeah, Chingona, Chingona. bomb, yeah. I was like, I was like, it was like, what is it? And I have a name, the Chingona bomb, and it just. It's just something else, like the counter, like the first time she was trying to go for it, but the quota was like making it into a submission. The, the transition. Exactly, submission specialist. She was just out there pulling all these off with her kicks, and probably like top two moments of the match, you know, the kick, and then Raquel Gonzalez just rolled out there. It was given 2K20. <laughs> Girl, I am I I hate that I hate that whenever I hit a moon like somebody just goes out of the ring and I have to go up and just bring them back to them. Quick quick exactly. side. Exactly, especially that it's like a triple threat match. I'm like I just have the KOD on you don't roll out. Exactly. And when she leaves, it's like she said, Let me pull a Charlotte and not sell this move, girl. <laughs> I lied, I lied. It was quite the moment, but obviously the top moment for me was the finish. The Yakuza kick into that. Avalanche, Shinkonabon. And wow, the fact that Raquel was able to pull this off was already impressive. But the fact that if you rewatch it, bitch, she literally just did it with one fucking hand. Hello. She did. The power. One, two, three. Raquel Gonzalez, a really dominant women's champion. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. As much as I did want her King Koda to win, wow. That's all I got to say. Well, for me, I was really hoping that Dakota was going to win this. But with everything that she's been doing in the past few weeks, like working dark matches, losing to Aaliyah on main event, I <laughs> really felt that this was going to be her last match, which I feel like was a really great send-off for her. Can um, I just say, though, uh-huh. of Aaliyah and Dakota, the fact that Dakota was the face in that match, interesting. True. So she's probably going up as a face... Never say never. You never, you never know, because that's what they did with Tony Storm. Like she turned face while going to. But where has Tony Storm been? He's been in catering with the divas. What, what about the divas? Me when they kept bringing out the same four women in SmackDown every week. What about the divas? No shade to any of the four women. True, true, true. But y'all know what we mean. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna quickly point out that part where Raquel like threw Dakota on the ropes. And Dakota fell yeah. backwards on the fucking ramp, which looked really painful. So that was a really innovative spot. But yeah, I just really wish that Dakota could have gotten a title run in NXT. That's well, yeah, she was a tag champion, but like for a day, for like an hour, girl, an hour. She was paying much in Jillian Hall, paying much in Jillian Hall. So, but yeah, I just know, I just know she has a big, a bright future ahead of her. So I have hope. I have hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really don't want to be a bit more optimistic with call-ups. And I'm like, okay, there's a reason why they got called up, right? Right? They have plans? Hopefully. Hopefully. Tony Storm doesn't have any plans. Come on, man. She's back in Mexico. She's going to turn heel again. <laughs> Evil girl. Um, yeah, that was pretty much <laughs> it. Do you have anything else mm-hmm. to add? That is pretty much it. Yeah, well, quickly after the match, while Raquel was celebrating, Miss Kaylee Ray comes out. The beautiful theme song. I love the theme song. She looks better than ever. I love the hair. She got a rebound. 
she had a rebond. Um, she's been using <laughs> she's been using Palmolive. Go get it, girl. Um, that's a Filipino cream reference. Milk. Sorry, guys. Cream silk. Um, Pantene. 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 International brand. The ones in the sachet. <laughs> <laughs> that the ones that are like hanging from the. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, that's very Filipino. Um, yeah, she's yeah. out there. She stares Raquel down. So, Kaylee raising NXT. Do you think we're gonna get this match or rivalry as soon as next week? I think I have my hope. I have my hope, Chuba. I think yes. Although, on popular opinion, I don't want this to be the coldest goodbye match. I want her goodbye match to be up against Kaylee Ray because those girls have some magic together. I have seen some. It was amazing. So yeah, I really hope that happens. So yeah, but quick plug over there. I told this story off camera, but can I just say the fact that NXT UK is probably like the freaking they're like the, the quietest people on earth when it comes to like like move ups and stuff. Like we literally like, like do drop or type in it in. I literally knew it a day after. This one I didn't even hear it back. The way they literally make no noise. Glad to them because they like, literally do have to go to another. They literally have to travel to another whole ass country yet they literally make no noise. Exactly. So yes, but talk to them, Kaylee Ray. I'm hoping this is a way more successful one because the last time we had an NXT UK woman come to NXT was obviously obviously Tony Storm, and you know it was cut short, but she didn't really have the most memorable one in there. True. I feel like her NXT run was way better too. So like. Yeah, I mean the UK run. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, quickly before we go to our spotlight, similar to the Edge Beth Phoenix homage earlier, um, this was something that I didn't even know about that I just saw on Twitter when Jiggy pointed it out. Um, Adam Cole had this match with Kyle O'Reilly, which was like two out of three falls, I believe. And in one of those yeah. falls, um, Adam Cole used the lockjaw, paying homage to his mm-hmm. girlfriend, Britt Baker. I love that. I love that. And he even had the hand in everything. Um, he was missing a Reba. He was missing a Reba, which you know was an integral part of it. He didn't have the glove either. But yeah, um, it was it was a cute tease. It was a cute tease. Once again, I love how they're paying homage, and I hope Jimmy Uso uses the rear view next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I hope this becomes a trend. But... <laughs> no, girl, not the Brit. No, but I'm really hoping that this becomes like pretty much uh, a regular for things. I'm gonna point. I'm gonna say it again later on, but. I hope Steve Pong does the Black Widow on his first match. I hope That's I talent. hope Brock Lesnar does the Sable Bomb on his the next Sable match. Bomb. So, you know, I hope it's becoming more of a norm since, you know, there are actually a lot of wrestling couples out there. So, like, you know, give us the references. What about the Diva? Exactly. Diva Rock. Right. Or, like, it. even, like, the T-Cross brand. I want Juice Robinson to do the Storm one. <laughs> I forgot that she was actually like dating him. Are they dating or like married? Yeah, I'm sure they were still together. Yeah, they're together. Okay. Just a a couple. So, yeah, I want more of that. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. It was really cool to see like those moments like literally back to back. True. Well, that pretty much sums up the whole WWE side of things. Amazing week. I guess this puts up questions for SmackDown. What happens to Becky? What happens to Sasha? What happens to Bianca? We don't know yet, so I guess we'll just yeah. see that next week. Like, honestly, though, before we say, before we move on, I just want to say that WWE really knows when to end like a season. I would like to call one. 
well, like whenever there's a big four pay-per-view, like they're really leaving okay. us with like the question, what the fuck is gonna happen next? And that is literally what's like happening right now in SummerSlam. So props to WWE. Like if there's one thing that WWE has never failed to do is shock us. Maybe good or bad. Maybe so, good or yeah. bad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. True, true. So, so support, yeah. Um, more surprises to come from WWE for sure, and more surprises from us. Because we actually have some plans in store for you guys in terms of our release um, plans and projects um, in the future, starting as soon as possibly next week or this Friday. So let's move right on to our special spotlight of the week. So we actually have a two partner over here. So first and foremost, I just want to be quick love over here. WWE 2K22 looks fantastic. I'm a bit like pissed off well, that it's in a March 2022 release, but this better be a really great ass wrestling game if it's gonna take that long to release it. Bianca looked good, not Bianca, Bailey looked good, I mean, Carmella looked good, and Rhea. My only fear is that at that point, um, those attires might be a bit too outdated for their characters, but let's just see what happens with that. And, you know, I just wanna put it out there. Um, I do play, I'm not a big fan of I'm I wasn't. I'm not as a big of a fan as NBA to the, to WWE, but one thing that NBA constantly does is really like update their game every month according to the NBA season. So every month. Every month, like they're like, then they're gonna have like a whole like um update about it, and they're like, okay, so like let's say LeBron James and someone ninety six or ninety three something like that because of blah 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 blah, and they actually have like some data to like back it up. So I'm like, I hope. Um, I'm assuming because it's a 2022 release, it's gonna they're gonna like stray away from the yearly release compared to NBA. So I'm, I think it's gonna have at least one and a half years in the life. So I'm really hoping that they're gonna do something like that. And along with the overall changes, NBA also updates their looks if they change it. So why can't oh, they wow. do the same? What about the divas? Ooh, like, I hope they do this. What about the divas? I mean, like, Where are the divas? They gave like three girls on the trailer too. They gave us male legends with like Kane and all, but I'm like, what about the divas? They better have Tori Wilson in there, I swear. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not expecting much from the from like the alumni at this point because I don't know. It's just a bit different now like you know as long as Trish and Lita are there I'm kind of like satisfied which they will I'm pretty sure they will they probably they should but you know what about the divas what about Tori Wilson and Molly Holly Molly Holly should return I feel like she will because she was just like last year I'm not gonna lie never know she was genuinely a surprise in 2K20 I expected Tori Wilson to be (laughs) because she was all of fame yeah 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 but yeah, that's kind of it for that part. So what are you looking forward to the most in 2 k Oh, I'm actually surprised to see that a lot of people are un- unhappy with the graphics. I wasn't really too mad about Bailey and Carmella's. Rhea's, I can see why people are having questions that's about true. it. Um, but I don't think it's a big of a deal. Like, it's three girls, so who, hopefully the other girls look amazing yeah. based off of the graphics. Also, that's come on now. The freaking hair should like be better <laughs> like the hair, hair physics from, true like, it's, a bit, oh, it's a bit hard to tell from that from that trailer in itself since we literally got barely in a minute but i just saw like clips of i know it's a different company but fifa for example lionel messy hair literally moves like frame for frame piece for piece what oh, wow. about the diva <laughs> that's what i'm gonna say now whenever i comparison with the wwe 2k22 i'm gonna be like what about the divas? what about the divas what about the divas? Yeah, yeah, those are my expectations. 
I'm hoping for the best. I really, really, really like delayed this game for like two years now. So this better be a great ass fucking game. Like I want general manager mode to be in there. I want all of the possible things. Give us a career mode where you don't have to play another man. Thank you. Just separate them. Separate yeah. them. The male and the female. Yeah. Separate like, them. Generally, I don't care if you like have the exact same story, but you play as only like one male or woman wrestler. Like, yeah. True. That's what fair. About to be. So yeah. So enough about that though. But before that, we before we enter spotlight, our part two will consist of our announcements. And you know, we wish the best as we are having future endeavors. Thank you guys so much for oh, listening. Ciao, <laughs> evil girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we wish you luck in your future endeavors. No, but um, we figured that out like all throughout the episode. But um, we are here to firmly announce that the Pipe podcast will have some sort of an expansion. So we will not only be having weekly reviews, we will be having like, a two part weekly reviews one you can expect on Fridays and one on Mondays. So um, just for people wondering why we're doing this, it's partly because uh, we do have we do want to cover more ground um, when it comes to wrestling itself, and at the same time, uh, we just feel like this format that we've been doing isn't fit with when school starts for us. Like I just don't think it's gonna fit. So and we both agreed to it. So um, Monday and Fridays are well, not really Monday, but it's pretty much pretty much free at, the, at those days. So yeah. So for people wondering, on the Friday releases, expect the Sunday pay-per-views if any are there, Monday Monday Night Raw, and if you a power if there are women matches because, you know, you can't do a lot with three matches a week, so there might be not be a women matches. Um, NXT and Dynamite. And then on the Mondays, you, ex- you can expect to see our Impact review. Yes, we're adding Impact. NXT UK, SmackDown, and Rampage in the Saturday pay-per-view. The notable absence of Dark and Dark Elevation. You know, we just realized that it's really not a much. We literally just, like, breeze through it once upon a time, like, usually. But we have talked about if there's, like, some sort of storyline, just like, let's say, Diamante and Big School right now, we will be, like, covering it, like, in a special spotlight, just like this. Yeah. Time. So, yeah. That is all of it, though. I'm just going to say, this is a bit of an exception because... On this weekend, we just both agreed to have a joint slate, a joint slate, no, a joint, a joint sure. review on NWA Empower and NWA 73, mostly because that is literally going to be 10 matches on itself. I can't wait for it. So yeah, so just to break it down for everyone. On Fridays, you're going to see the review part one which is basically monday to wednesday shows in the states and then on mondays you're going to get thursday to saturdays sunday to mondays and thursday to saturdays although there we go on tuesday you can expect the release of the end of the day release date i can't wait for it so what mm-hmm. can you say what can you say about our little expansion maybe it's time we give our show some names <laughs> oh girl oh my gosh actually i mean let's plan it out later because I I, I I was put on I was put on pressured. Um but yeah let's for sure we'll have some names bomb. for this. Let's make it pipe bomb for dark and pipe bomb for dark elevation. That's where they went. <laughs> Bitch evil girl. Um <laughs> evil. Um what was I saying? Oh yeah well I hope that this new setup is more like conducive for both of us because yeah. like we're both in university now. So I hope we're able yeah. to like keep up with like this new like 
make things easier set up for us, which I hope, mm-hmm. I think it will, because we're gonna yeah, cut will, our yeah. content into two. So I wish you the best mm-hmm. for yeah. it. Like usually, um, but yeah. Yeah, like, um, I think guys already like have a bit of an idea with this, but like usually people would say an hour and a half when it comes to recording an episode right now. This is definitely an exception because there were just so much things to do. So but, much. you know, um, like let's say with the Friday shows, um, it's not a guarantee that there's a pay-per-view. It's not a guarantee that there's going to be NWA. Raw and NXT, correct, I would say it's a good 30 minutes. Dynamite is just one moment match. So like, it's going to be like good 30 minute episodes. Yeah, it's like a regular episodes, but like cut into two. So like, mm-hmm. y'all are gonna so, enjoy. Yeah. It. It's gonna give us a little bit of a viewer, I would say. So yeah, cool. I hope y'all guys enjoy it, and you know, I really hope we we get more people over in the show since you know one of I just want to say like one of like the reasons why we haven't a lot of our personal friends over is because they always say I don't watch AEW, and I'm like okay now we have some sort True. of like some sort of. Uh, like a resolution to that with like you know if ever you just have to watch dynamite now like let's say on a friday i'm like yeah y'all know what i'm saying so i can't wait for this hopefully you have more people with it i hope our podcast continues to grow so yeah that's pretty much it for this week and end of an air for the pipe bomb from podcast expect another episode on friday and you know if you want to hear any more updates on this you can follow me at jiggypbt and if you want to see me tweet about my thoughts on any of the women's shows that we review, follow me at Troy PDP. Thank you guys so much and see you all next time. On Friday, by the way. Bye-bye. We're going to meet very, very soon again. Bye-bye.